Hi, this is Jenna. And this is Heather. And this is Conspiracies Unlocked. How was your weekend, Heather? Um, Will you work on the weekends? No, well, I actually had an eventful weekend because um, the um, toilet in my children's bathroom decided it wanted to leak because the wax seal needed to be replaced. And so my son and I got to be plumbers and we got to uh, repair the, the toilet. So that was exciting. That's so exciting for you. It was Mother's Day and Brad went to the races in Sacramento and he took my oldest and my youngest and I took the middle one to Disneyland. So much funner than working on a toilet. <laughs> and it was, I've never taken just one child before. And so it was really fun just having that one-on-one time. And then um, that was Friday. And then Saturday we went to the Santa Ana Zoo, which I've never done that. I didn't even know that existed. It's a very tiny zoo, but it does have a train, a Ferris wheel, and a carousel, which Cody like loves carousel or yeah ferris wheels and i am fucking petrified of them i'm terrified like he was trying to like the one in disneyland is you're in a cage so you're pretty well like you're not gonna fall out and we went on the not swinging one so like everything was fine but the little rinky dink one at the santa Ana zoo oh no was not caged in and he had said um he had tried to like look over and i was like don't don't move do not move why are you moving don't don't do anything like stop it and we just kept going around and around and around by the time that we got off that thing i was like shaking getting off of it like i used to be able to handle this shit i've never liked ferris wheels though like no i can i know uh okay so i'm right there with you the last time i went on a ferris wheel i was with um my son and he was probably, I don't know, he's really little. I don't even think my daughter went on the Ferris wheel because I was probably too terrified to take her. Yeah. Because she was littler even. He was probably like three or four. And when we got off the Ferris wheel, he's like, Mommy, my hand hurts. Because I didn't realize I was squeezing his hand <laughs> so bad. I was. I do that when I we go left, on a plane. I left and we the land. fingernail marks in his hand. Like it didn't. It didn't draw blood, but, but it had still, the little fingernail marks. So I was holding his hand so tight, and he didn't say anything until we got off. And he's like, "Mommy, my hand hurts." And I'm like, "Oh my god, did I do that? I'm so that's sorry." How, that's how I am when I fly and I'm landing because I'm always worried that when you land, that the plane is going to like go to its side. And then roll over, and we're all going to, like, die. Mm -hmm. So I always, like, hold on to, like, and if I'm with a child, like, sorry, kid. Like, they'll be all fine. I'm like, it's fine. It's fine. (laughs) Trying to comfort them. And they're like, I'm fine, Mom. And then, like, I'm squeezing them. I'm like, it really, it's going to be okay. Like, just breathe. Do your breathing with me. (laughs) They're like, you're tripping. Right? Oh, my gosh. And then on Mother's Day, I did, um... I, because Brad was still en route coming home from Sacramento, so I got to spend um, Mother's Day dinner with my best friend growing up, who is now, like, my sister, and her family has become my family, so I went out with her and her sister and her brother and her, their mom and all of their, like, family and nice. stuff. Nice, yeah. So, like, the extended family over there. So, shout out to Kathy and Jennifer and Daniel and Holly. If you listen, I just know Holly won't listen to this one. That's why she's last. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I did actually do some fun stuff, too, to celebrate Mother's Day. It wasn't all toilet water and and chores, but we did go to brunch. The kids and I went to brunch. I love brunch. One of our favorite places, um, I'll tell you off air where, because it's really good. And um, then we Do they have mimosas? They do have mimosas. That's the only brunch you should ever have. Yeah, no, they have mimosas for sure. And they gave everyone a flower on Mother's Day. That's sweet. All the mothers. But when I left, I left my flower on the table. I forgot it. And I was like, oh, my flower. I left it. But then we went to a a place. um, 
in another town where you can paint ceramics. Oh, yeah. I want to do that with you or with anybody. I don't yeah, care. Yeah, we should go. It's so much they fun. They used to have one near here, but they um, got they got rid of it through COVID. And I never oh, knew where they yeah. opened another one, but I love doing that. It's so much fun. Yeah. Have you picked up your... Oh, it's not even ready yet. No, that, no, no. It's only been three days. No, yeah. It's going to be <laughs> ready in a week. And I did a coffee mug with a mermaid theme. Like, the handle's a mermaid tail. Oh, yeah. And then inside... I painted a little mini mermaid, and they glued it in there. So, like, oh, when I cute. drink my coffee, she's going to, like, A mermaid's going to come out. out. That is cute. And then Isla did, like, a little um, square box that she painted. And then on top, she put a topper. It's a little elephant. Cute. So, she can put, like, little trinkets, And then she jewelry. can open it with the elephant. Is that, like, the knob to open yeah, it? Yeah, that's, like, the topper. Yeah. And then she did a really cute theme with, like, inside it's all, like, um, dark black, like, with, like, um, stars. It's, yeah. And then the outside it's all, like, blue and clouds and stuff. And the way that it looks now will look nothing like how it looks once you get it back. Because oh, it yeah. makes all the colors, like, when they put it into the oven, it, like, transforms the colors. Like, they'll be, like, really bright and, like, because right now I'm sure they're really dull. Yeah. Whatever they are, it'll be, like, mm-hmm. really bright and it almost changes. Like, some of the purples will change and the blues, they'll change, like, hues almost. Yeah, and see, and then Finley did his, he did a bowl. Mm-hmm. Like, a, like a, just eat, like a bowl you would eat out of. Like, it's yeah. an actual bowl. He's, he's so, like, plain. Yeah. I love Well, him. I did a mug. No, I know, but, like... <laughs> And then, um, but I mine, think it's like the most Finley thing. I think that would be like, well, easy. he's very practical, so he's like, yeah, well, uh, I, I use, use a lot this. of bowls. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> that is such a Finley thing because he is so practical. He's like, why am I gonna make a mug? I don't drink coffee, I don't need trinket shit box. Like, yeah, yeah. And then, um, so that was kind of cool. And then mine, I did it with um, glaze, so it's actually gonna be like ceramic glaze. Oh, cool. And then there they did it with like the paint that was on the table so they're two different they're gonna look different when they come out of the kiln and then Finley probably should have done the ceramic glaze as well oh maybe yeah just because he's gonna try to eat off of it and you know he's gonna put that shit in the microwave I don't think you can put it in the microwave I hope yeah I know it'll get into the food but you need to tell him that or the dishwasher. We can't put it. I don't think yeah, we should no, put it in you the need dishwasher. To tell, you need to tell him that because he's yeah. not going to know that. You know how kids are. Well, he microwaves everything, too. And I don't yeah. even like using the microwave, really. I like the little... I, I don't like, like using yours, either. Her I, microwave is, like, probably about 150 years old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but I like the little um It was the prototype microwave. <laughs> the little convection oven. Yeah, the I toaster ha- oven. I like the toaster yeah. oven better than the microwave, just because the food comes out better, and I feel like it's just better for you. But. Yeah, but, like, even, like, just trying to, like, cook a breakfast sandwich, like, all quick in there, like, heat something up, it's, like... There's so many buttons and, like, turnies and it's just knobs and, and, like, it's not, like, like, normal buttons, guys. I know how to use a microwave. It's, like, weird. It's, it's, it's really old. Well, I I just hit the quick start and then it'll go for as many minutes as you hit it. So if you just hit the one button, like, add a minute, quick start, you can be, like, dun, 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 and that's three minutes. Yeah, but a lot of times I only want to do, like, 30 seconds. You're on your own. <laughs> you got to turn the knob. Yeah, there's like, it's seconds. weird. All right, anyway, so um, what we're talking about today is um, about the the Chinese coming across the border. We're having a new border crisis that we haven't quite had ever before. We're having a huge border crisis. I yeah. feel like that's all I've been hearing about lately is the border well, crisis. So here in America, there seems to always be a border crisis. Um, but usually it's me- the Mexican illegal immigrants crossing the southern border into California, Arizona, New Mexico, and Texas, or even the Cubans coming by boat to Florida. And this time, the border has been seeing an uprise of Chinese immigrants coming through Texas. Makes sense. The borders are, like, wide open at Texas. But why? Why are they Why are they suddenly coming? How? And why would they want to travel all the way from China to the North American continent and then flee directly to the United States of America, oceans away from them, when they have all of Europe and Africa, as well as other parts of Asia to migrate to. 
It just seems like a really long and treacherous journey for them to come halfway around the world. I see what you're saying. Like, it's, it makes more sense that somebody from Central America, not Central America, but like... Um, China? No, no, no. From uh, the... Asia? No. not. I'm thinking of South America, and I said Central America. Oh. It makes more sense that they would come up our southern borders because yeah. they live southern they live right from there. us. Yeah. So they're just going to go up the... And that's what it's always been. Check up. And there has been influxes depending on what's going on, like when um, Cuba, uh, Fidel Castro was whatever, I don't know all the stuff in Cuba, but all that communist bullshit that was going on in Cuba, there was there was an influx of Cubans and in Venezuelans Florida. coming into Florida. Mm-hmm. And when things have happened south of the border, there has been influxes of, of people from Argentina, Brazil, et cetera, coming up to America. And I know that El Salvador has a lot of uh, people that come from El Salvador, too, because of yeah. their... Of their government I mean, and political I have neighbors issues. that are from El Salvador, and they've told me how, how dangerous it is there. Yeah, so, I mean, that all makes sense because... You're not getting on a plane and flying over to South America mm-hmm. to go up to California. So we'll get it, or America. I know so what you mean, yeah. We'll get in, um, we'll get into that in a little bit. But um, Ted Cruz, he is the governor of Texas, and he had said that 90 to 100 Chinese were smuggled in by the Mexican cartel at the Texas border. And that was just in like one incident. Oh, that's just the one, one they, time. they caught and they Yeah, caught. and many of them died through the journey. And Ted Cruz also stated that those are the ones that we know of. We really have no idea how many actually crossed through successfully. And although that number does not sound significant, like I said, that was only one instance. I feel like that number is significant for one, one instance. instance. That's why I'm like, that's significant for one. Another another instance occurred in his he'll Hidalgo, Texas, at the Rio Grande sector, which is where most of them are coming through. The Rio, remember? Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Even the Mex- Mexican illegal immigrants, they do. They yeah. go through there, too. Yeah. And that's the, the sad thing, is people drowned and stuff. Yeah, and that was really sad when the, when you saw the little babies drown in there. That happened, like, last year, two years ago. And then also, I've heard, like, pregnant women and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really sad. So, um, this particular uh, group was the largest group of any illegal immigrants including all races and ethnicities like everywhere to be arrested in over a decade so even for like mexicans coming up or spanish or you know argentinians for anybody coming through that rio grande sector it was the largest group they had they apprehended 1577 chinese immigrants which is up 920 percent from the year 2022. Wow, that's a lot in one, like, apprehension. Uh-huh. And the chief patrol agent, Gloria Chavez, tweeted, we can review, because I think she's pretty fucking pissed, like, irritated about it. Yeah. And she's just like, this is bullshit. So we can review 3,980 encounters, 41 vehicles seized, 8 firearms seized, 242 pounds of marijuana seized, 9 gang members arrested. So that was just one week. So she's breaking it down, like mm-hmm. exactly. Just to be like, hey, this, this is, what's- is it's not just people. There's other things happening. There's guns. There's drugs. Yeah. There's there's other Vehicles, things happening. Yeah. So once again, that's like only one week, and that is for those who were caught. The immigrants' treacherous journey begins with a flight out of China or a surrounding country into Ecuador. They choose Ecuador because they currently do not require tourist visas from Chinese naturals. Oh. So they don't need a visa. They can just, like, hop on a plane and go. Okay. From there, they head to Panama. This area is super dangerous due to the um, the gangs that abuse and kill migrants. And this is because of the Darion Gap that is um, on the Panama. That's, like, where the main part is really scary for them. And all, all right now, right right before you get to, like, the Darien Gap, they have, in, in Panama, the citizens there have set up Chinese restaurants now, as of, like, this year, and they are booming. 
Oh, because they know there's so many immigrants Yeah, there's so coming. many Chinese immigrants coming, and they are actually becoming, they're spending more money than citizens of, of Ecuador and Panama. So these... There's, like, they're outnumbering them right now. So they, they're starting to just build Chinese restaurants for them. Oh, wow. And then also, you know, I wonder if these immigrants coming from China, they probably, I don't know all of them, but have more money than the ones coming they, from some other countries. They do, and I'll tell you why in a little bit. But, um, so there were over... Because I'm thinking, I was just thinking, how can they afford to, like, they're, they're migrating here... You know, and they're on yeah. this long journey. How do they have money to stop and eat at this Chinese restaurant? Yeah. Well, they probably have more money in their country. They're ready to, yeah, yeah, exactly. And this, and that's why it's so dangerous for them to pass this gang place because they know that they have money on them. They know that this man is probably carrying tens of thousands of dollars or euros yeah. or yen or whatever the fuck. I would be afraid Pay to get cells. robbed. Yeah, exactly. So there were over 900 immigrants that were found going this way. And you have to think that the immigrants started to come in, the Chinese, in October. The end of October started, like, not a lot. They didn't really uptick. It wasn't, like, a big deal until January. So it's been five months. And they found 900 immigrants going through that way, that through the Panama. Yeah. Um. And that was like, um, that was in, this information came from March. So in three months, wow. they found that many that, that they found. So that doesn't account for the ones that weren't found. Oh, of course. There's probably been so many probably like 10,000. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, one problem Border Patrol has been seeing with those, with those 900 on both the South America side as well as the North American side is that they don't have enough Chinese translators. Which sounds, like, so, like, trivial, but really, if you can't translate or you only have a handful, it's taking a lot longer for them to process them and get them to where they need to be, whether it's being deported or it's being, going to get, like, asylum somewhere or, like, whatever the fuck they're trying to do. Just to move on to the next Just to move to the next step. They're getting these people and it's, like, they're not speaking any English. Yeah. And they don't, they speak, like, Chinese, or not Chinese, they speak Spanish and English. That's, because that's what happens at the southern border. Yeah. It's a not more Chinese, common, more yeah. common languages. So they might only have two or three translators trying to translate all this shit for, you know. So if you're if you are proficient in Chinese or Japanese, well, probably not Japanese, but Do they speak any of man- those Do Mandarin. Tagalog, yeah, there's a all lot. of that or whatever. You should probably go to the border and get a job as a translator. Oh yeah, I bet they're looking. You can probably make hiring. a lot of money doing For that. For right, right now, now, they are take advantage. So it's just interesting that that's what's becoming a major issue that you just don't think about. There's a lot of like things that occur that we just don't even think about being issues or at all. Yeah, yeah. I would never even thought of it. Yeah. Being an issue, yeah. So to understand why the Chinese are coming to America, we need to look at China and why are they fleeing? Why do they want to leave? Right now, Xi Jinping is currently the president of China and has been since November 15th, 2002. However, China has been a socialist country since 1949. So this isn't new shit. According to the World Population Review, copyright 2023, um, and quote, quoting it directly, China is considered a socialist economy because the government still has a tremendous amount of co- of country over, not country, what word should that be? Because it, it auto-corrected. Control, sorry, still has a tremendous amount of control over private enterprises. There are private companies that operate in China, and not everything is owned by the government. However, with a single party in power, the government is able to change the direction of the economy significantly with the stroke of a pen. Therefore, there are a lot of companies that are unsure of exactly what will happen in the future because they are at the mercy of the government. But like I said, this has been going on since 1949. It's not because it's all new presidents are coming in and changing shit. It's that's just how it's been. And so well, anyways, with that being said, the government has complete control over pretty much everything. What Jinping says goes. The people have no say. When the COVID lockdowns occurred, China had the strictest lockdowns. People were not even allowed to leave their house at certain times of the day. 
China implemented a zero COVID strategy that seemed to look like a great idea on paper. Basically, by extravagant lockdowns and massive widespread testing, China would accomplish a nation with zero COVID cases, which is a great thought and was truly wanted by the Chinese until the government took it too far and far, for far too long which resulted in massive protests and riots. The Chinese government was so empowered, they would lock people in their apartment buildings, literally locking and chaining up the outside of the apartment building door to ensure no one in the building would leave. I, I remember seeing on the news, too, it was pretty extreme how they would, like, tackle people and stuff. Yeah, it was. And then they were just going around spraying everything, remember? Yeah, I remember like, that was, like, disinfectant or whatever yeah. it was. And I remember thinking, gosh, like, you would see them just, um, like, manhandling it, like, forcing somebody, you know, down. And I'm thinking, gosh, you know, like, it must be really bad there that they have to do that. Like, why it's are not, they doing It was that? not that bad. They just wanted it to be zero, probably because they're the ones that unleashed it. So they're like, well, look, now it's not our problem because we got a handle on it. It's your guys's. That's all I can think of is, like, what well, they're thinking. Also, I think, too, it's, you're probably right about that, but also think about how many people are in their country. Yeah. There's so many people that if it gets, like, spread at all. It's it's affecting a lot of people. Because people are literally living on top of each other there. Have you seen how tall their apartment buildings are and how many people? There'll be like a million people in one apartment building. Like, no joke. I'm not even exaggerating. No, I know. I I did see like one building that was going around on Facebook or Instagram or some social media where it was a everyone and i think it housed i think 30 or 50,000 people mm-hmm. in this one building and yeah. it was a big building but even just the thought of 30 or 50,000 people in this in one, building, one building i'm like what if there's an earthquake what if there's a fire Anything. what if there's like well tragedy did strike in one apartment building on the evening of Thursday November 24th 2022 oh wow and that was thanksgiving for us obviously nothing for them yeah. Thanksgiving is American holiday. Yeah, but it was our holiday. <laughs> it was our holiday. They yeah. had some disaster. Yeah. Um, so everything was going, it was just a regular day until a fire broke out. And these particular apartment buildings had been locked down since August. Oh, so with a chain no. on the door and all that. Um, and they had, Wait, it was a fire? Uh-huh. And they had chains on the doors? Yep. And when the fire started, no one could escape. Shut up. Ten people died along with a three-year-old boy. At this point, the Chinese people felt betrayed and were pissed. They started riots and were chanting, Communist Party, step down. And step down, Xi Jinping, step down. China was still in zero COVID lockdown until December 2022. So that was like the next month. Yeah. 33 months that the Chinese people were essentially unable and not allowed to leave their homes. And like, so like they'd be able to leave for maybe a few hours at a time, but they had to be back. Yeah. Like and to like, get groceries or something. Yeah. Like very like, and it would be like different. Um, It would, it would be like not even different apartment buildings. It was more like different like areas Mm -hmm. so this apartment building this apartment and this one or like this street they probably had different things like different zones i'm sure yeah they they probably zoned it out or something i'm not sure um planned you know oh yeah yeah so um here's an interesting fact in november 2022 the government reported 13 deaths in december 2022 so the following month when the, the the lockdown was lifted they reported 59,938 deaths. What? In an attempt to prove that their extremely COVID lockdowns were saving lives, and that like that's why it, it jumped, because, in fact, the numbers were inflated to prove their point. They were inflated because from the beginning of COVID to November 2022, the only deaths that they were reporting were those who had positive who had a positive COVID test done by a professional testing site and were showing symptoms with no underlying conditions. Oh, okay. So they were probably doing that to deflate their number because they didn't want to seem so crazy, especially because it started there. But now they're like, wait, we need to inflate. So suddenly in December, they decided to add everyone that had received positive tests at home. They also received the people who, or they also added the people that were 
asymptomatic, so showing no signs of being sick, but mm-hmm. had the virus in them. Yeah. As well as adding the deaths that were caused by any respiratory illness underlying or not. So that reminds me of here in America where you would, somebody would, you would hear like, okay, the numbers were always like questionable with yeah. COVID, right? Yeah. Everybody was, no Well, in America, I feel like we always had inflated numbers because if you died in a car accident. That's what I was just going to say. Yeah. Yeah. If you die in a car accident and they they find that you had COVID at that time, they're going to mark it as a death of COVID even if you like got stabbed in the heart with something and you died on yeah. impact. They're because still counting it as COVID because even though it was you had like COVID in trauma. your yeah because you had you had COVID in, in your system and Which the hospitals does not make sense. the hospitals were getting more money with yeah. every COVID death they had so as long as you put down as COVID then but I don't know the truth of that we we sh- we could do an, an article on that I like your white toes Thank she you. has white toe nail polish so it's even like it matches your pants color. yes so I'm like thinking it's like what if we're not talking about COVID. What if somebody has cancer and then they drowned in a pool, but then the doctor says they died of cancer? It would be like the same it's thing. It's the yeah. same thing. It doesn't but no, make the sense. cause it of death is not up. cancer. It is by drowning. Dry, drowning. So it's like yeah. even if you remove COVID, and because COVID is like such a conspiracy already, yeah. It's like what if we did that analogy? It's like it, that doesn't make sense. So how does that make sense with COVID then? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it does. It could be anything, you know. Yeah, it, it so, just doesn't add up. Like yeah, and then on? also you have to think like even if so from November thirteen deaths to December fifty three thousand. You if you did get COVID you wouldn't die that quick from being exposed for like a few weeks no it well, you wouldn't the deaths wouldn't occur until january february march yeah because you have to have like a you have to have it and then you have to go down and, and it's like it all takes time i mean i'm sure some people get it and die within a day or three but or a few weeks but most people i feel like they get sick they get worse they get worse they get worse mm-hmm. and every time it takes them like takes a while i, mean, I don't know i but. do know of a few people that did die legitimately die of covid yeah that i like i know a few yeah. people who did too but it but took what it wasn't forever like, yeah it wasn't like a, a very it wasn't fast. like a week thing it yeah. was like they were in the hospital for um one person i think was in the hospital for a month or two and the other one was in the hospital for almost a year wow a full year and yeah, he, yeah. i mean so. and i know all ages like not personally, but the family member, like, one of the people that passed away was, like, early 20s, all the way up until, like, elderly. Yeah. So, um, I mean, it affects, you know, it did affect a lot of people, obviously. Well, anyways, back to this. So, some interviewed the Chinese immigrants, and they are saying that they were fleeing because of the strict COVID lockdowns. They're trying to get out and escape when they can. One man said he was able to escape in October, just mere hours before his apartment building was going into lockdown for what could have been months at a time. The only way he was able to escape, because at that point they weren't really letting people out of the country. You weren't allowed to like leave, you weren't allowed to come in, you're not allowed to do anything. Um, and he was only able to escape because he said he was going to school in Italy. He paid to go to the school, went through the entire process to get out of China and into the school in Italy, even though he had absolutely no plan nor desire to ever attend the school that he paid for in Italy. Instead, he came to the United States. Oh, yeah. Another man, 55-year-old, I'm going to fuck this up, but Yin Chengzian, Chen. I said it in my I, I said it last night like a billion times to try to like be good with it but I don't know how they pronounce Yin the X Cheng Ziang said he fled due to the COVID lockdowns and that he would be more than willing to help Taiwan beat the CCP CCP stands for Chinese Communist Party another immigrant named Zhu says he used to be part of Little Pink's Little Pinks is ultimately a cyber fan club that would find people disgracing the Chinese country like as a whole, whether it was disrespecting the flag, talking shit about the president, talking shit about the country, whatever. They're like almost like China vigilantes for China and protecting China in their name. So for this fleeing Chinese immigrant to leave China and denounce his country was like huge. 
So he's pretty much been living this whole, his whole life being like, yeah, China, go China, 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 China. Like, if you disgrace the flag, if you stomp on it, fire it, we're going to find you and we're going to fuck you up. It's like a patriot, basically. Yeah. yeah. But an extremist. Yeah. Um. So that's like huge that he would just be like, no, never mind. And it really shows what kind of country China has become, or more that the Chinese citizens are finally being aware of the kind of country they are protecting. The government controls the media and what society sees through the media, so much so that Zhu had no idea about the Great Chinese Famine or the Tiananmen Square Massacre until 2021. He only found out from others using VPNs, virtual private networks. Which is reminiscent of how the news of coronavirus within China was being spread through social media. Do you remember when they were having to talk in code and use emojis to get word out that there was a deadly virus in November, December of 2019? While the Chinese government was trying to still cover their asses. Do you remember that? There was like a big thing and, and, the, and that was before it even came here. COVID came here and they were trying to like tell but they, but they were being censored. Oh, so they had to talk in code. They had to talk in code. Yeah. And so in 2021, they're still like talking in code kind of, and they were able to spread conspiracy, quote unquote, conspiracy theories or facts or whatever. Um, So he he was protecting his country and going after those who showed any sort of disrespect towards China. And he was unaware of China's past. This is when Zhu had an epiphany and realized the Chinese government didn't give a crap about any of their citizens or simple human rights of their citizens they only cared about control so i'm not going to get into like what the great chinese famine was too much but just a quick summary it this occurred between 1951 and nine oh no i'm sorry 1959 and 1961 this three-year famine killed tens of millions of chinese citizens citizens even resorted to cannibalism and what? was known to be the greatest man-made disasters of all time we could and should do an entire show on just this because there are many theories on how it could have been avoided and also how the Chinese government really screwed over their own people. They were also There were also many cover-ups involved in this horrible time in China history. And yet the Chinese citizens were never taught that in school. They, they've attempted to completely erase it from their own history. I have never heard that before, and I'm shocked. Yeah. Like, there was such a famine that they re- some people had to resort to cannibalism? Yeah. In in 59 to 61. Like, it's so That wasn't that recent. long ago. No. Yeah. No, yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. We need to look into that more because I'm interested in that. Yeah. And then the Tiananmen Square massacre occurred on June 4th, 1989. That was pretty recent, too, 89. Yeah, we were alive. This was a major protest that led to hundreds of thousands of casualties and deaths from friendly fires. The government was so hell-bent on covering the deaths up that no one actually knows the extent of deaths that occurred. People have to solely rely on eyewitness statements as well as hospital records. And that was another event never taught in schools. So this guy, um, Zoo, Zoo, right? That was his name? Yeah, Zhu was, um, he, he must only, he must have been born, I think, like, in the 80s. He must only be, like, 30-something or 40, maybe, where he what he wouldn't remember this occurring. Yeah. It's 89. Yeah. So you have to think that he must have been, like, five or under. Yeah. Maybe even six or under. Yeah. It, I mean, somehow he, it, you know, when things like that traumatic happen, you, you either block it out or you vividly remember it. You know what yeah. I mean? And he obviously vividly remembers some accounts of what happened. No, he didn't. He found oh, he out did. through the other people. He just found out this information in 2021. Oh, so he blocked it out. He yeah, blocked, that's why yeah, he was... traumatic. Yeah. yeah, that's why he was... Um, he was part of the Little Pinks. That's why he was such a patriot. Oh, until he yeah. wasn't. Yeah. 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 No, that makes more sense. So, I think, I think really that people all over the world had a lot of time on their hands during the COVID lockdowns in general that they did, that they started to, like, research and learn about things that they didn't know before. And I feel like a lot of things have come to light about our government, their government, the royal family, who's actually running the world and why things are happening. Yeah. And I think that's kind of why we started this whole podcast, really. I mean... People are waking up. Yeah, exactly. It's like everyone got a minute to breathe, look around and assess what we are doing here here why why we're doing the things we are doing for what for who and for why like what is really important yeah because when you're in your house 
and you have a lot of time on your hands and you can't leave, all you really have time to do is reflect. Yeah. And you sit around in your thoughts and you reflect on your life and the world around you and what is really going on in your children and your family and like da, 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 da. if this was a government like yeah. boy type thing, they kind of fucked themselves. And then you just start thinking, like, what else is going on in the world? Yeah, and you have nothing else to do but, like, like, read books, peruse the internet. You know what I mean? Like, things are just going to start getting out there, you know? So, Chinese citizens have been slowly trickling in for about six months now. Um, They started in October, like I said, of last year, just, like, but not massive until um, December. Mm -hmm. And in January 2023... So this past January, U.S. Air Force General Mike Minihan sent a memo warning that we could be at war with China by 2025. NBC News is backing these claims and saying they are seeking refuge due to the current political situation and lack of opportunity in China. However, the political situation has been the same since 1948. So... Um, But, like, lack of opportunity, I always thought that, that, like, America was, like, the same level as them as far as, like, opportunity. And especially for the men of the country. Like, and that's who's coming, is the men of the country. The women aren't coming. Like, I could see the women leaving, and they have, like, obviously. Like, they have migrated over here, immigrated over here in the past, so they could have more kids and and for the, the political reasons. But for them to suddenly have an influx here and only be men it's fucking weird but only being men are these military age men yeah i'm gonna get yeah okay because yeah. that's was one of my that's thoughts. a major major yeah so u.s customs and border protection said at least 4300 Chi- chinese undocumented immigrants read illegal immigrants were apprehended crossing into usa from mexico one anonymous and this this um article was published in march so all oh, of this stuff, yeah. it was very recent, but it was only, so it hasn't been five months, 4,305 months. It was 4,303 months. Okay. One anonymous migrant who chose to stay anonymous out of fear stated, he quotes, he feared staying in China after speaking out against government corruption. He had been put in jail twice for it already. So oh. they don't have a First Amendment. He fled by following clues left on social media apps maps, videos, pictures, and step-by-step instructions. He said it was advised to cross at the California border. Which checks out. That tracks. Well, <laughs> that does check out because our borders are not secure. Well, and yeah, well, I, I was like, fuck, I don't want to say this on air. I don't want other countries to know. <laughs> well, they already know. But Everybody they do. Knows. Everybody knows that I know, and we want to get the truth out there, and that is a problem. Our borders are not as secure as they should be. And I know, like, this isn't about but Trump. At least, this isn't about Trump. No. But Trump was talking about a wall for a while. And I know, you know, whether you're for it, against it, you think it's a ridiculous idea, like, oh, that's not going to stop people, or whatever you think about it. I think he maybe was foreseeing something like this happening. Well, he's been warning about the China, about Chinese. Was the wall the best idea? I don't know, but that was his idea. You know, yeah, like he's being proactive about yeah. something. So it's funny that they wouldn't go through like Texas because Texas has Ted Cruz, someone who's against the open border policy, but then California has Gavin Newsom, who's like. Sure, come on in, guys. We'll give you everything. Yeah, and Texas <laughs> is supposed to be more strict about it, Yeah, right? yeah, and Texas is. And that's where they're coming, more? No. Oh. The, the thing said that um, he was advised to cross the California border. Oh, California. That makes yeah. sense. That was like, that's yeah. why that, yeah. that tracks. Like, yeah. Yeah. So this information, as well as information on lodging and the actual detail information, can cost tens of thousands of dollars for each Chinese immigrant. So whoever's, like, giving them, like, the clues. For, like, the and, coyotes and stuff? Yeah. Like well, the, no, for, like, just to get, like, um, so they, there's a, um, where, Juan, I have a thing where it tells, oh, I told you that already, how they, they have to fly into Ecuador yeah, and then they yeah. have to do this. So there are, like, pictures and maps of how to get to the next spot, to the next spot, to the next spot. I mean, this is, like, a huge thousand, thousands and thousands of miles of journey. Oh, you gotta pay for your airfare. And you then after for, that, then yeah. you're on foot pretty much. Like, so you have to know where to go in a, in a, language that you don't speak 
in a country you've never been to. Yeah, it's pretty scary. I'm I'm imagining that the I don't people even are, think I don't even think that terrified. I could go to like Mexico and and get to south south like southern Mexico on my own. And I speak Spanish kind of. Yeah. I speak Spanglish. Like I understand like certain like a good amount enough to where, you know, yeah, no, but I know I what you mean. Like, I, I wouldn't be confident going alone. No, not um, without, like, a, a Spanish, a fluent Spanish-speaking person. Mm-hmm. And then and, and then you have Chinese, which is a totally different language. I mean, a different dialect language. And then also, too, like, um, just about, like, like trying to blend in and stuff, you know? You like, couldn't. It would be hard. It would be difficult to blend in because... You look so obvious, like, you know, not like what people look like, but yeah, you, you, you don't, look, you don't, you don't look, look Mexican, Hispanic, sorry, you don't look Latino like, or whatever, yeah. because even like, there's a lot of like, uh, Latin people that have like blonde hair, blue they, eyes, or yeah, red down hair in South America, and, like, like it, far, far yeah, down there, but, yeah, like, I don't, I don't know if there's necessarily Asian people that have, I mean, maybe there is blue eyes and blonde hair, I don't but think I don't so, see a no. lot of that and stuff, so it would be harder to, like, blend in. You just wouldn't. To try to pretend, like, oh, yeah, oh, I'm, I'm supposed, supposed to be, to be here. here. Like, <laughs> like, how do you blend in and, like, kind of hide with, like, yeah. stuff? Yeah. Like, no, you don't. Like, did you, I guess you'd have to, like, disguise You would yourself. be, like, targeted massively. Because I'm just assuming that, like, when you do these treks, you would kind of want to disguise yourself, like... Like, if I was going to try to go to another country or something, I'd probably, like, try to wear a wig or, like, put in different contacts or, like, you know what I mean? Like, hide your identity in a sense. Like, I don't know if they go to those lengths. Yeah. So, um, I did have a question, a random thought about people trying to get here. Like, I thought America was, like, like, so bad and treated everyone that wasn't American or white or whatever horribly. Why are people paying so much to get into America that's, like, just so horrible? That we have no human rights, that we have nothing. Like, because I just, I don't are, get it. are, like, way worse. Yeah, but us Americans think, Amer- like, no, I don't, but, like, there are a lot of Americans who think America's, like, the worst country ever. Because they haven't lived anywhere else, probably. Right? Like, I don't see really... anybody going to Mexico, fleeing to Mexico, so obviously Mexico's not a good choice. They, I don't see anybody fleeing to China. They like, haven't experienced living in other countries where it actually is, like, very rep- repressed like you would third think world that they and where would... women have no rights and children are being sex, sex trafficked so and why all are this they even talking about it if they don't if they like then then shut up and, until you can like read up on it or something I mean, like go watch history channel honestly discovery like, channel discover something i feel like this is america and really if you're not native american then like really you're you're an immigrant but you now that there are laws in place and stuff you do need to do it the proper way but at the same time if you're live i've never lived in a place where there's like war and bombings and killings yeah. and i probably would do it the wrong way too i'd be like fuck, fuck I don't this fucking i'm care. out yeah i'm taking my kids we are not gonna get bombed raped murdered blah yeah. blah whatever starving, no i agree like, i agree whatever. and we're gonna get over to whatever country it is fucking doesn't matter if it's you know, it's America, whatever. We'll fucking go to Canada if it starts happening here or wherever, you know? Yeah. Like, I get that side of it, but I don't know. There's just so many people. It makes you wonder, like, is that why they're really coming here? Or is that just a front and really it's We're gonna else? get there. You know, like... So, anyway, so the week of April 7th, 2023, the Taiwan president, Tsai Ing-wen... Which is a woman president. Oh, nice. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, that like is awesome. just because like their culture, their culture is so known to be like, um, like kind of I want to say archaic, kind of like where like it's not really archaic, like but sexist the what? sexist, yeah, like where the men are supposed to be working. Like that's how I always viewed them, and maybe I'm wrong. So that's a thing. So, anyways, um. She and the U.S. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy met here in California, United States. The same week that this meeting occurred, China was simulating attacks on Taiwan. Hmm. During this time, China held three days of military exercises around the island of Japan. 
the TRIP project, which stands for the Teaching, Research, and International Project Policy at William and Mary's Global Research Institute, surveyed international relations scholars, aka the teachers and professors at the major um, colleges and universities around the world. And some of the questions that were asked was, which area of the world do you consider to be of greatest strategic importance to the U.S. today? 51% said China, 13% said Western Europe, and then the rest, like, you know, like 1% what yeah. the other locations. Um, and then the same question again, but for 20 years from now, and again, and China would, um, led it by 61% and 6% tied with Western Europe and North America, not including Mexico. Wow. So another question was, what are three most important foreign policy issues facing the U.S. today? And the top three, the three top choices were 67% global climate change, 63% rising power of China, and 52% U.S. domestic instability hmm. how crazy mm-hmm. this shows how the scholars who are the most knowledgeable professionals within the international relations around the entire world are all worried about China's China rising to power and when they say instability in the United States are they talking financially right because of what's going on with the financial market I think in pol- maybe economically or um I'm not, I'm not sure. I, um, when I was doing this, I was thinking, um, politically, but I'm not really sure. Well, politically could cover finance. Yeah. So. Politically could be anything. How, um, so anyway, so when, when they were asked if they think U.S. and China would go to war in the next 10 years, 41% thought there was a 10 to 29% chance. So even though most are worried about China's rising power, there is still some doubt as to whether this would affect the U.S. and lead to war. When asked about the U.S. and Russian war, 19% thought 20 to 39% chance. But don't people still believe that COVID was a war in a sense, like a bio war? Yeah. So that is like the beginning of it then, right? I that's that's if a whole came, other if it conspiracy. Came from China, yeah, yeah. It came from China and then yeah, the biohazard you know. war. Yeah. yeah. So one of the most important answers came from a question that asked if they thought China would use force towards Taiwan, and seventy-two percent said no, which is interesting to me because I feel that if the USA did go to war with China, it would start because they attacked Taiwan. Then eighty-eight percent of these scholars believe that if China attacks Taiwan, the U.S. should place sanctions on Chinese leaders and government. 82% said to take in Chinese refugees and 70% said to stop purchasing from China. Mm, That's hard. 82% to take in Chinese refugees. Why are we going to take... They're attacking us. Yeah, well, I mean... But it's innocent people and stuff, The refugees would be, like, the people that don't want to be involved. Yeah, exactly. Probably the kids and stuff. So, um, just for, you know, the survey... Just for... Yeah. um, what who these people were um 68% were democrat 98% hold a doctorate degree and the majority were white male between the ages of 35 to 64 uh 50% years of age 50% claiming to be very liberal on social issues while 42% are somewhat liberal on economic issues and 26% are very liberal on the same economic issues so it's kind of um very liberal answers i guess Okay. For socially, that's well, good to know. Yeah, because yeah. you want to know who, who's, who are who's, they asking? Who are they asking? What is the yeah. demographic here? That's what I, that's what I was looking for. The demographic. Demographic, yeah. So for the past year, China has surprisingly not advanced towards Taiwan. They're just currently quote unquote scaring them with their military exercises. And China President um, Jinping said in a speech given during Mar- the March. Twi- given during March 2023 at a meeting that only occurs once a year between the National People's Congress, the NPC, and the Chinese People's Political Consultative, otherwise known as the two sessions, um, he, he said, dare to fight, and also let the people know that China's defense budget went up 7.2% this year, which is double the budget from last year. 
if this does not sound like China's preparing something, then maybe this will change your tune. Beijing, Beijing has new military readiness laws, new air raid shelters in the cities across from Taiwan. They also have a new national de defense mobilization offices throughout the entire country. During his speech, President Jin Jinping also addressed his plans to make China less dependent on foreign grain imports. Mm. Which, fun fact, China gets most of its corn, grain, hay, soy, etc. from United States. Yeah, well, also that's because, and you might say this right now, China owns a bunch of agriculture in America. Yeah, and they, I didn't, like, I wasn't going to say any of that, but yeah, no, I did do. hear that, yeah. yeah. Um, so, but even with all this information, experts do not believe war between U.S. and China is imminent. Even though they just had a weather balloon over here in February. I was thinking about the weather balloon, too. I was like, I wonder if she's going to bring that up. I, no, that yeah. was it. Like, I, I didn't really go into the weather balloon because I knew that we would just talk. It was just organically already, come up. we've already yeah. discussed it Yeah, we've past, already discussed but it, but I knew that it would yeah. organically, like, come up. That, like, dude, the weather balloon. Like, yeah, whatever. So... So, this is my first thought. Mapping out our military, perhaps? Yeah. Hello? I don't know. Maybe you guys should go look at the news update on February 13th, <laughs> 2023. It's a popular one. So, anyways, my first, first thought is that the Chinese are sending military soldiers to America, posing as immigrants, to plant them here so china can attack from the inside yeah and because the only chinese people that are currently crossing the borders are males between the ages of 18 and 35 military age yeah why else would they leave their family they're just gonna leave their wives and kids and mothers and fathers and siblings behind for this horrible socialist regime regime that they are trying to flee China currently has 2.2 million active duty soldiers and 4 million personnel, while U.S. only has 1.4 million active duty soldiers and 2.2 million Well, there's personnel. more people in China, so yeah. they're going to have a bigger army, but let's, let's play devil's advocate here okay. for a second. You have three sons, four sons, I'm sorry. I have one son. Let's say our country was... Um, possibly going to be going to war with another country and our sons were all military age and they didn't want to be part of it because they don't want to be what if they don't want to be forced to fight and possibly that's, that, lose their lives yeah, that's what my would next they thing flee yeah leave really quick would so they, they don't have want, to be part of it would you pay for your kids to get the fuck out of dodge i'm sorry if finley was like mom i don't want to fight da, da, da. I, I'll be like, where do you want to go? Like, yeah. if I have the money, like, I'll so, send them somewhere, too. So, I have that. That Another thought is maybe they're, they are the ones fleeing because they do not want to get involved in the war yeah. and do not believe in China's government anymore. Like the guy talked about earlier, maybe they're fleeing out of their own safety and are not worried about their family because their family could never be a soldier. Yeah. Maybe they're just like every other immigrant and trying to better their lives and will send money back to their families to better their lives as well. With a country as controlling as China seems to be, wouldn't they notice them missing? That's, yeah, that's the other thing. Won't yeah. they wonder where all the men from the Chen family went? Yeah. Like, yeah. where'd y'all go, guys? Yeah. So they know that they'll be back in contact with their family. So who's to say they will not intercept the call and hold their family for ransom if oh. they do not become an informant for the Chinese government while they are here in America? You're already in there. That's true. So we're going to kill your mom if you, and your sister and everybody else if you don't, like, yeah. figure this out. You're in this location. Let's figure this out. So holding someone's family leverage is something that can work very well, especially when you're on the other side of the fucking planet That's with true. no one here to help you because you don't know anybody in America. And something else to consider. China has stated that they will go to war with U.S. if the USA tries to defend Taiwan from China's overtake. If China does attack Taiwan, President Biden said on September 18, 2022, on a 60-minute interview, when asked if he will defend Taiwan against China, says, um, chi against China, he says, in quotes, yes, in fact, if, in fact, there was an unprecedented attack, it's almost as if Biden is trying to say, like, he doesn't actually believe that they will attack. And he is saying, quote, like, yes, for now, 
to sound good and get good votes and make everyone feel all warm and fuzzy. But in actuality, he's kind of leaving a little wiggle room in his response so he can back out later if he wants to. He's not, it's mm. not like a, a strong, I don't feel strong in his response. Like, yes, we will fuck them up. Yeah, it's a gray area. And he's like, yeah, if it happens, which, well, if it does actually happen, and it's unprecedented, so I don't know. Yeah, but that's how like, Biden always talks I know. about everything. So he can always get out. Uh, yeah, like, so he can always back out if he wants to, and he's gonna be like, well, no, I didn't really actually say that particularly in that fucking fat kind of fashion. I kind of almost did this, and I was saying that maybe, possibly, if maybe it could happen this way, then maybe I might actually do this, but that's probably not gonna happen that Like, he just he fucking talks, talks in, in circles. circles. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, so, um... That, so that was like what I have about the Chinese impending Chinese invasion doom day. <laughs> but um, when I was telling Heather about this, um, she like what we were gonna talk about today. What I was gonna talk about today, she came up with her um, with she she had a fun ex- conspiracy that I didn't even like really think about. So I'm gonna let Heather talk you about her conspiracy okay i'll just go over real quick and then um, here's some of the here's some of the notes yeah the notes so another conspiracy is um well it, it basically has to do with some actual facts um there are some facts about china that um you may or may not know that they did have a uh child policy in the past So there was a period of time when, um, from 1979, or excuse me, 1980 to 2016, they had a uh, limit of one child per household because, as Jenna stated, there's billions of, I don't know how many billions of people in China. In China, yeah, it's a lot of people. They have, like, what, 60% of the world's population, or 40% or something, something crazy. Yeah, so they, uh, I mean, there was, like, a, a, a... Population issue. A population issue, and so they did implement that. It has since now ended as of 2016 and now as of um 2021 i believe yeah uh, may 31st 2021 now you are allowed to have up to three children um with no fines and yeah, no fines or we just looked all this information up like right now so that's why <laughs> i wrote the notes while she was talking so she can't he- read my handwriting yeah, and i'm, I'm like, like all over the paper she wrote she, i just did like chicken shit no, no 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 you wrote you wrote the notes in a circle around <laughs> so i'm taking the paper and i'm turning it in a it's circular like upside motion down and we we did that like really quickly so <laughs> So, yeah, so basically from 1980 to 2016, you could only have one child. As of May 2021, you can now have three with no fines or any other consequences. Um, Another fact about China is there is actually still remote villages. Oh, one more thing that I wanted to say really quickly. Yeah. So because in the Chinese culture, it's very important to have that male heir. So what was happening was they were having their one child and it being a girl and them being like, fuck me like no we don't want this giving them up for adoption or boarding they would also sometimes abort if it was a oh yeah or or whatever they so this skewed the population as far as there was much more like like in america it's like a pretty 50 50 it's like 49.5 and 50.5 um ratio of of like male to, to female um, in China, these numbers got really fucked up. So, like, the generation right now, um, the ones that are right supposed to, like, have the next generation of Chinese people, citizens, are, um, they're, they're not, there's too many men. <laughs> it's a, like, yeah, it's like, it's like, seven, it's, fest. yeah, it's like, it's like, I think 73% is men and only 26 or 7% is female it's something really fucked up and skewed and that's why they chose to do the two and then the three and they were they lifted it finally because those people are now in 2016 were now 36 and they're like oh shit they're not able to reproduce (laughs) if it's all men yeah so then this leads into what heather is going to say so i just wanted to add that that that's why 
what you're going to say next. Oh, yeah. No, it's it's very important to note that because this ties into what I'm going to say. Um, the other part about this is there are still rural villages in China. Um, you know, a lot of times you think of China, you think of like the big cities, and but there are a lot of rural area, areas. Actually, one in seven people um, are living in a, a rural Chinese village. And there's about 1 million villages with approximately 116 people per village. And as Jenna stated, because... Did you say 100 or 900? 916 Okay, I thought people. you said 116. I was like, no, you just can't understand my writing. No, I, I said uh, 1 million villages. And then 916, and 916 on average. Yeah. On okay. average. But the thing with that is, of those 916, like you stated, it's mostly, it's male, a lot of yeah, males. Yeah, there's too many males. And um, with that being said, there has been, you know, um, unfortunate events where women are, um, you know, I don't want to say sold or given or, you know, whatever to these they, villages. Yeah, they try to go find a woman so that way they can procreate. But the thing is, is they might only find like one or two women for the entire village and the women just get passed around and they get essentially raped. And it's fucked up. It's not That doesn't good. really... That's also because it's not a man. It's a woman. The woman has to have like nine months to have a fucking baby. That's not really... Um, well, I mean, there's probably more than two in yeah, the village, they're, they're, so but they, it's they're just looking how for they a lot. Get the yeah, women, yeah, and then how the women are passed around. Yeah, so they need a lot of women. So they, they need at least like for 916 men, they need at least probably 50 women. And I mean, sure, there is already women in the village. It's just to have like Extra. obviously you you're not going to be like with your mom or your well, sister. Well, no, when you when you were telling like, you me have this to earlier, have, like other women. No, from I get other, it. Yeah, you know? no, when you were telling me this earlier, I was thinking of this poor woman having 900 babies, and then I was like, wait. I'm like, now that you're talking about it, no, I'm like, no, 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 this it's isn't going to work out. <laughs> the math is in. <laughs> I'm just, that was my blonde moment. Go on. Yeah, so it's just the point of saying all this, that, like, this is happening. This is not the conspiracy that this happens. This is happening, and it's unfortunate, and it it's, it's really fucked up. But the conspiracy side that I was thinking of is, like, maybe these men in these villages are like, fuck this, let's go to America. And get some women. Because there's ample women here that yeah. are like free spirits that are like they're like on dating apps they're dtf they're like you know yeah. it's not like you are having to pro like get some woman some weird way and like you know and then uh, she's right and like you know they don't maybe they're not even down like they don't want to rape her maybe like they just want a woman and it's just like yeah it's just to have up. a wife like, they just want to come here for that so that's and My conspiracy they, is they want to come here because there's more women and they just want to, like, meet somebody and they don't want to have to deal with, you know, deal with that. And, yeah, I don't even know what I'm trying to say anymore. Not deal with that, but they don't want to be part of that. They're not okay they're with just that. Trying to, they're they just, want to come here for a family and a life. and Yeah, not in, like not even to take her back so much just to have. And that that's not... I don't think that really is a conspiracy so much because... That is what happens. Like, people have mail-order brides that way. Why not have it go the other way, you know? I don't know. Just because the age of the men is, like, 18 to 35, that's around the age is, like, that you would maybe want to get yeah. married. And, and 18 to 35, that's men and young men in their prime. You know, that's when they're they're going to have all... They're going to want to find a woman, you know? Yeah. Like, that's the age. 18 to 35, like... Yeah. It makes sense. My nail just broke, Heather. Your nail just broke? Look. Right now? I have acrylics, and my nail, it's like, I didn't know. Ow, but your fingernail's missing. I know. I just, I did that on air, and it's fine. It's fine. Everything is fine. It's fine. How no. the hell did that happen? Well, it was already loose because I was cleaning the um, laundry room, and, like, two days ago, but I didn't realize Fuck that it was, laundry. like, broke, broke. It was the whole laundry room. Where's your it? other nail? Well, that's the one that I broke when I was going through the caves. Oh, my god! I know. My poor pinky nails. <laughs> They're just, like, flat. You need, to, you need to do something with your I don't pinky know what to nails. do. 
I need to have them really short. Just my pinky nails. Because the other nails are fine. It's just my pinky nails that they keep getting caught in shit. They're just, like, flandering around. Yeah. Pinkies up. Pinkies <laughs> out. <laughs> I know. It's, like, bleeding. And I still have a nail, guys. It's just half of it's gone. No, her nail's half gone. Yeah, my, like, real nail. Yeah. It's all grody. Yeah, that's so bad. Okay, anyways. So, enough about my nail. Sorry. It just happened so quickly. That escalated quickly. It does. Okay. Well, that's our Chinese invasion show. Let me let me give you some reference. Um, let me let me do our, my references really quickly. CNBC.com. China scraps fines will let families have as many children as they like. July twenty first, twenty twenty one, and then ABC News article: How a deadly apartment fire fueled anti zero COVID protests co- across China by Carson Yeo. November 27, 2022, BBC News, China COVID, how many cases and deaths are there January 16, 2023, reading the ChinaDream.com article, the genealogy and ecology of the little pinks and the future of Chinese youth by Yu Liang, no date listed, The Guardian, growing members of the Chinese citizens set their sights on the U.S. via the deadly Darian Gap by Alicia Chen, March 8th, 2023, foreignpolicy.com poll what is the likelihood of war over Taiwan by Irene Intringer, Garcia Blaines, Shauna and Gilluli, Susan Peterson, and Michael J. Tierney on April 13th, 2023, Trip Faculty Survey 2023, 2022 to 2023 report March 23rd, conducted by Irene Intinger and Garcia Blaines, NBC News article more Chinese migrants are coming to the U.S. on foot, officials say, by Sakshi Venkatraman on March 29, 2023. News Nation Now article Chinese migrants illegally entering U.S. on rise. Border Patrol by Jorge Ventura, March 2023. And com Chinese Villages item 1088 foreignaffairs.com Xi Jinping says he is preparing China for war by John Prophet and Matt Boninger March 29th 2023 that was a lot I need to learn to read those a lot faster thank you for listening to those and thank you for all the articles from all those great people to make our show happen <laughs> and for all the great information you're like let me just read a couple of things sources and you're like <laughs> Five hundred years later. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Don't forget to share, like, subscribe, hit that notification bell so you get notified when we post on Mondays and Thursdays. And thank you. Email us all of any olive. (laughs) Don't email us olives. Um, I like olives. (laughs) I don't. Email us at conspiracies unlocked at gmail.com and your phenomenal fan yeah don't forget to send in any ufo cryptid anything fun anything that you think we should hear about and we will contact you if we're gonna post it and yeah we need phenomenal fan experiences um okay bye bye thank you